The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. And now he's serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't trying to go to church. I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been weeping what he sold. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood, and that's a covenant. Yo. Yo. What's good? What's good, everybody? What's good? For another week. Another week. Of the Urban X Podcast. We're back. Of the Urban X Podcast. We are back in the building. Yeah, we're here. How you feeling? Feel good, man. I had a real productive week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you sold a lot of uh, drugs? Yeah, yeah, moved a lot. Yeah, so Because that's what I teach my kids. Right, exactly. You got to get out and sell drugs. <laughs> exactly. You can't be sitting around with your little degree. <laughs> so when you go to school and start your little business. Right. I got a business for you, nigga. I got some motherfucking cocaine on tape, man. Right, right. Shit. I went to jail. My father went to jail. <laughs> you should go to jail. That's a family tradition. Everybody go to jail. Right. <laughs> Uh, uh, just, just having some fun. We love you guys. Facts. Peace to everybody in the chat. We appreciate you. Somebody said, "Where's Alejandro? He gone. We fired him." Yeah, we had to make cuts. You know, you know it's a small operation. <laughs> you know, because remember, I was I'm doing the secret reality yeah. show, and Alejandro had to go because he yeah. wasn't family. Exactly. And like my wife said, she could do some things for me that they couldn't. And it boiled down to Alejandro. <laughs> That nigga had to go. He's sad because he's yeah. been with us for 35 years. Long time, long time. Somebody shouted out my book, Urban Culture Dakota, they down to the last couple of chapters. I thank you. I put my heart into it. It's a really good book. I read it. Uh, you read it? I, read, I did. I did. That's great. That's great. I'm trying to get out of see my daughter to read. She's, She's like, not going to read that. Dad, really? I got to read you. I said, okay, you know what? When I'm like this, <laughs> it's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> then she's going to be like, I should have read my father's book. Huh? Too fucking late. Yeah. Read that shit. <laughs> shit is important. And um, I'm going to be redoing the cover, not the actual book. And there's some grammatical errors in there, you know, when you're doing self-publishing at times. So we're not going to self-publish. We're going to clean it up mm-hmm. and put a, a, a different cover. So don't be alarmed. If you have the book, I'm not making any uh, edits, I mean, any uh, major, revised major, major changes yeah. to it. It's just that um, a lot of times we market stuff 
<clears throat> to a very small demographic. So my first book cover, it was marketed toward the conscious community. But they didn't need it because they was already conscious. Right, right. You know, you got to think about stuff like that. You yeah. got to market to those who need some information. That's a good point because you like uh, academics do that too with their books. Like they write it for other professors. Like yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Really... And, and that yeah. I'm not trying to get into a pissing contest yeah, yeah. with that's other professors exact, to show how exactly smart what they do, how smart I am. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it has to be an offering for the people. Facts. And books stay around forever. And you're writing your first book, I am. and you, you're having some challenges. Not really. I mean, well, challenges when it comes to time. Man. Time. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Um. So, you know, as you as you get into the nitty gritty, when you when you can yeah. see the finish line, it's gonna be really special for you. And then when you're an author, it just makes you feel good, man. You know what I'm saying? They they say author before they mention my author, Black Dot. <laughs> I feel important. Yeah, I'm gonna get brand new. Damn right. Yeah, I'm gonna get brand new. Like, Damn right. I might. People actually, how I was growing up, like my father wasn't there. Facts. You, know what I'm you gotta like, sell all that shit. <laughs> I used to go to bed hungry at night. At night, mayonnaise sandwiches. And my teacher told me she hated me. Facts. Like, she told me I was stupid, so I just this is for her. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. never would amount to nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. Every other rapper Cause in not, history. You're gonna be boring. Like, boring. Yeah. Her father, mother. Yeah. Uh, college. It's not really compelling. At no all. drugs. No shootouts. I have no compelling. I have no record. Like, it's yeah, like, no criminal record. It's not compelling at all. Boring. Yeah. I gotta so make you, it. I gotta make it. You know, exciting. We gotta mix that shit up. Facts, facts. Fuck that shit. Yo, anyway, shout out to Freddie P. Thank you for the donation. We appreciate you. Thank you, beautiful, intelligent, urban X family. Thank you so appreciate that much. Right. Um, if you caught the title of the show, Urban. I mean, uh, exit. Left. Exit stage left, yes. All right, so one year ago today, tomorrow. or tomorrow, we started this journey yes. as a podcast. And um, as we make that full circle, today is the last show. Yeah. So um, for the Urban X family out there, I know that's going to sound crazy, but I'm trying to tell you. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through this so you can get a better understanding. Uh, this is not me. Right. You know what I mean? Um, 50 straight shows... On time, you know, has created an algorithm of fixality for me. And I have a problem with that. My creative juices, uh, once things become fixed, it's hard to get up and do these shows week after week after week. And um, so once the creative process dies, a part of me dies. That's why I stopped doing lectures. A lot of people don't realize because it was like I was regurgitating the same information. It's like you start performing the knowledge. You fly into a city, you perform the knowledge, and you move on. And as a creative, that became a stagnation, and things that are stagnant dies. Um, for me, honestly, show 30. 35, mm. I said, this is really uh, <laughs> enough for me. You know what I mean? Um, because the, the jokes are not as funny. The stories, we regurgitate the same 20, 30 stories based on what's going on yeah, that's in not, society. That, so wasn't, that's not, that wasn't us. That's not us, yeah. but... Because we had challenges yeah. saying, should we cover this? Dude, it was in the news. Yeah. So we're trying to. But what we noticed is that they keep those same 20, 30 stories circulating as a way to keep us outside of the loop of real things going on. So this journey has brought me way out of my shell. I know people like to see me sit here and act crazy a little bit. And I enjoy the people. But when it's not no longer a even exchange, like you're getting something and I'm not, we're off kilter. Um, so part of the process 
was I'm going back in my shell, but the objective was to bring you out of your shell, right? Which it did. Which it did. I want to tell you something about this young man right here. Uh This young man here is an amazing young man. All right? Um, This is the kind of, ladies, this is the kind of uh, man you can bring home to your parents. And you don't have to prep your parents. Mom, dad, he's he's been through a lot. Uh, Just give, you know what I mean? He respects women. And because if he didn't, he'd have a shitload of people from me on down that he has to deal with. My wife, his mother, uh, you know, a whole bunch of people. Because we don't play that here. Right? My mother used to have this saying. Um, Dwayne, it's not how much pussy you can get. It's the pussy you can keep. And I, I was 17, so what the fuck is she talking about? I'm trying to knock down everything that fucking moves, right? And as I got older, I understood. Like, your queen is your foundation and your base so that you can move ahead and accomplish. Now, you have to find that queen, and that's the journey. But when you do, life is amazing, right? So that's always been the principle I live by. Um, and low hanging fruit is just too easy. Mm-hmm. And I'm always talking to you about that. If anybody can bang that, why the fuck would you want to bang that? But back to my point, this young man comes here three or four times a week, works his brother out. <clears throat> you know, his brother can't walk, but his brother has a dream to fucking walk. While you have dreams to make the NBA and this and that, he has dreams to walk. So this young man comes and gives his time to help his brother fill his dream. This young man respects his mother. To the highest of highest, which means he's going to respect the women that he meet. And I see these dudes who call these women's bitches and hoes. And I'm like, yo, is that how you see your moms? So it's very important, you know, that we lay this out. This young man has dreams and aspirations. Anybody can get a job. That's low-hanging fruit. So he has dreams, aspirations to do amazing things. Anything I ask of this young man as his dad It's never a problem. He shows up and he handles the business. So this process was about him bringing him out of his shell. Ladies, at him, at him, right? So it was about bringing him out of his shell and and, and introducing him to the virtual family. See, we say it takes a village to raise a child, but now the village is not a small community. It is a virtual community. It is a, uh, a digital community, and I'll say this. You guys have embraced him. Every time you put something in the super chat or this and that, it has reaffirmed, uh, reaffirmed to him that he can make it through this process until he reaches the next goal. Last month's sales were astronomical. I'm not going to get into the numbers. Trust me, them shits was astronomical for somebody just starting a small That's business. Good. And we didn't know what the hell we was doing. But that, to me, was a testament of your support when you see a young prince trying to do his thing. Now, I'm not trying to clone him into me. As you can see, we're like damn near polar opposites in the way we see life and do things. We agree on certain things. That shit don't uh, 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 puff my ego up to make a mini black dot. I always want him to think for himself, come up with his own thoughts, So this podcast gave us a platform to do that. However, other things around the podcast begin to suffer. The the blog, uh, you know, if you check, it ain't been a lot of posts. His book should have been finished. My three books, uh, you know, two revised and one new book should have been damn near finished. 
the, the Patreon page, ain't nothing been happening because a lot goes on behind the scenes to do what it is that we do. We're a three-man team. We're a three-man team. You know, my wife be coming in. She work in corporate America. She come home. She got to go, ah, shit. She just put banners up and lights yeah. and edits. And, and she got to do that shit twice. Yeah. Because Eli's show, which we're going to talk about because he also recently sat me down. He sat his dad down and said, Dad, when I was 15, the podcast stuff was kind of cool. I'm 19 now. And just, I'm, I'm in the girls. I'm, I'm on college campuses. I'm... And like, okay, so he was trying to tell me, like, enough is enough. And But again, that podcast was to bring out his light. And it has uh, enhanced his vocabulary, his confidence. Sure did. And, you know, now yeah. he's kind of a new person. So all of this process was to get that done. Um, me doing this every week, it's it's killing my spirit. I, I, I'm a loner. I, I want to be alone, uh, you know, and things of that nature. And so I've given you... All I can possibly give you without hitting the reset loop button. Because it's a thin line between uh, providing information and chatty patty gossiping. And, That's right. You yeah. know, and, and we cross the line. Even that Dr. Umar shit I pulled a couple of weeks ago, it was out of pocket for what I normally would do. I thought it was needed. No, it was needed. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> that shit was needed, but that's not black goddess. Yeah. I poke my head out every three or four months when I have something to say to people when I, you know, and my wife just gave me one um, condition. She said, listen, if you treat me like a queen and you make me laugh, I'll be with you forever. So I've been putting on a show for a one-person audience for 24 years. If the kids laugh, <laughs> shit, that's bonus shit. So I love you guys. I appreciate the support. Um, but we're not going anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah we're not. We still going to have the channel up. We're still going to be doing other things. The interviews that we... The people who've been following us, we've been doing interviews right. way before we even started the podcast. Interviews and his little sit-downs. That's still going to be here, but it's just not going to be... Yet, you're not going to be able to know when to expect these things like 9 o'clock on a Thursday. Right, right. Because that keeps me fixed. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that keeps me regurgitating stories. It keeps the stories recycled. And this digital stuff, I keep telling y'all, is a little off base. So I wanted to say that and before I turn it over to you and uh oh so um what I would say is I felt like me and you came to this decision around the same time like I was silently thinking and then you called me like y'all think we should And that was like a month ago. Yeah, yeah, I was just kind of So like, it was before Mercury retrograde and, yeah. and you know let's give free thank you appreciate, appreciate the support. It. Um and what I would say is that this journey um 50 shows it showed us that we can be consistent with something. Mhm. Mm-hmm. We've gone through so much in the year. Ugh. Like, make sure technology works. Uh, we've had arguments, like family fights, about what what happens on the show. Yeah, and um, it's it's really good. It's it's been I've learned a lot from um, how I've learned a lot from my 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 pops has been my pops my whole life, and I've learned so much about him doing this. And he's learned more about me doing this. Absolutely. Um, it's really it's been. Uh, very reward, rewarding. Um, the people who support us is so humbling. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, why wow, y'all like us? Like, when I get like every time like we get like a, a donation or somebody orders something from the site, I'm like, wow, y'all, y'all like us. Like, yeah, much appreciated. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> somebody emails us for advice. Um, somebody sends us. People send us stories, which people still send us stories. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be um, still doing stuff on on actual blog and writing and things like that. But yeah, it's. I feel like it's only time because 
we don't want to get fixed into the same um, minutia of what's going on every Absolutely. day on YouTube. We don't want to become... <clears throat> and that was my one rule with my pops. I did not want to become another offshoot conscious community channel. Because right, it right. becomes... around. It just becomes, you know... And we even spoke... If, you, if, if the people in the chat... <clears throat> Go back to show five or six. Mm -hmm. We spoke about mm -hmm. algorithms, and 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 at a certain point, this is just going to be routine. Where even you're not going to want to show up. Ah, I'll catch it. Right. Ah, I know what Doc's going to say. Right. Ah, I know what the story's going to be. And when we get to that point, we have to renew ourselves, right. and we have to focus again on you know. Other yeah, we have. So, and then we also have so many new things that we're trying to you know bring to you, so we couldn't. Uh, I guess fragment our attention so much to the point where we're giving you really just poor, low quality things, and that goes to our interviews, that goes to the books, that goes to the articles, that goes to everything. And I felt like, you know, it's time, you know, recollect ourselves. Absolutely, we, need to, we have a lot more to bring. Absolutely, so, want to get to it? Let's get to it. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Okay, so first story, obviously, was the, the mass shooting in New Zealand. And did that happen the day after our show? Like, it did. It did. Yeah, cause, Which always happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either Listen, we get something right before. Right before or, or right after. Right after. It always happens to us. But yeah, it was uh, at least 50 people were killed and some a lot of, uh, almost the same amount of people were injured in the mass shooting at two mosques in New Zealand in the, in the city of uh, Christchurch. Okay. And it was a 20-year... 28-year-old man named Brenton Tarrant who's been taken into custody and charged with murder and it was his first court appearance last Saturday and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, apparently he live-streamed it. He had a manifesto but he was... And didn't he do, didn't he uh, also do the, the uh, so-called white power? So, you know what's crazy? Was oh, that a Photoshop thing? No, that's, no, that's, that happened but a lot of news outlets thought it was the okay sign. Right, right, right. And that's the 666. Yes. That's the... That's White, white supremacy, yeah, the white power, white power. That's the new code, yeah, on how they, uh, yeah, yeah. People like the news outlets is like, oh, it's an okay, sign. Like, no, that's not, no, that's no, not okay. So, he actually wrote a manifesto where he was praising like Dylan Roof, you know, from a Charleston, South Carolina shooting, church shooting, mm -hmm. and things like that. So, what'd you think? Um, first of all, when I saw it, I thought it was a video game, mm. like it didn't seem real to me. So, you know, how you go over your timeline, yeah. I said. Oh, that must be one of the new video games yeah. coming out. So think about how desensitized you are as a person. Absolutely. You see some people get killed in things over video games. Absolutely, just... but that's a part of the plan. Yeah. And I just kept scrolling because I said, uh, you know, that couldn't be real. Yeah. And then when I got the, the story that this was real, and then he, you know, threw trigger names yeah. in there like Donald Trump and things of that nature, that always raises suspicions to me because remember the Hegelian dialect it's problem, reaction, solution. So now they're banning... Oh, like the next day. Yeah, weapons. In New Zealand. Uh, 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 automatic weapons. Automatic weapons. weapons in yeah, in New Zealand. That happened like the next day. Yeah. So understand that a lot of this be test runs. And that's not to regard the people who lost their life. Because I have to play both sides of the fence at times when I tell these stories. Because sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I can get in my conspiracy bag and say, none of that shit really fucking happened. Where did the bullets go? You saw them shit flying out the gun. That shit looked like some orchestrated shit. Or this is a, an agenda for something else. But then I would be overlooking and being very insensitive to those yeah. who, who perhaps did lose their life. So, um, again, but it did seem agenda-like. Uh, the manifesto. You know, when you have a manifesto 
and you're mentioning certain uh, 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 people who are heroes. Uh, uh, these 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 mass white killers, which you think is like terrible, these people are exalted in in these white supremacist circles. Mm-hmm. But I was also uh, thinking like it's kind of weird that somebody from New Zealand is praising people from America. Like right, right. But a lot of times, uh, if you're trying to get uh, uh, bills passed, you know, gun bills and mm-hmm. things, you know, bans. Sometimes you have to operate backwards. You know, America's such a big place, and they all of the terrorists in America are white men anyway. This is true. Right? I mean, the, the, it, it proves it. So, what, so what, what's the logic behind, because most of the, like, the legal gun owners in this country are white, right? NRA yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And those are big Republican uh, donors. Like, you know. Um, yeah. So, why would the government want to take, to do things to take our guns away? Well, the government, it, because they can't overrule the people, you can't totally take over the people, and the people got guns. You know what I mean? That creates bloody no, situations. No, I'm saying like, that's going like against like your base. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, but, but then there's another faction. Remember, so there's ones who are trying to keep guns, mm-hmm. right? And those are those patriotic white boys, quiet as kept, mm-hmm. who understand that the government is full of shit. And then there are regular people, you know what I mean, who are trying to ban guns, because to disarm these people puts us at, you know, at an advantage. So it creates one of those kind of situations. So I'm always watching for the agenda. Something happens in New Zealand, and next thing you know, it's the template for what happens here. Like, how many more mass shootings do we need here before we go, God damn, this is, this is way out of pocket. You know what I mean? So they're not getting the response that they want because... You know, these, these NRA people will say shit like, well, hey, if if everybody in the mosque had a gun, yeah. shit wouldn't yeah. happen. Yeah. And it's insensitive. It's true to one degree because if everybody got a gun, ain't nobody got Like, you're not going to be like, and, and I got heat too. So it creates a stand-up. But if everybody got guns, then your, the, 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 your, your, your government's takeover of the people is a little bit more hard to pull off. Mm. So, you know, it, it's one of those quagmires that we always find. Did you see the you, the young kid hit the, the senator in the head with the egg? No. You, you ain't see that? No. Dude, it's, 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 it's trending on. The senator was giving a speech from New Zealand, yeah. and a little white kid just came and plopped him in the head with an egg, and the senator turned around, <laughs> and, and they had a little scuffle, and I just thought that was, um, that was some funny shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, not that the situation was funny. And you know what's crazy? This attack happened on, like, a holy day, right? Am I correct? Uh... I believe it was a, a holy day for Muslims. For Mus- yeah. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, that, again, is um, the face of terror in this country uh, are, are white men and abroad. I'm scared of, like, not scared, but you know what I mean. Like I I'm, do. Like I do. You know, you're looking in the face of these white men. And then what's the name? And, they, and a lot of these police officers belong to these organizations. And then what's the name? Just Hilarious, the, the, the comedian? Yeah, yeah. She had... got caught in a double. She got caught in some shit when she was on a plane. And they were taking uh, these sheiks, uh, uh, Indians, you know, who wear the turbans, off the plane. And they didn't come back on the plane. And she thought it was funny to be like, yeah, because I was afraid of them. Like, you know, it, well, it no, gave she, off the... No, they were getting on the plane. And she was recording them on her Instagram. It was like, where are they going? Like, making a joke. Right. And then people started going in on her. Then she doubled down and said, they're not on the plane, see? Right. I'm not bugging. And, and they- I was afraid. And I don't give a fuck what nobody say. And she didn't have any knowledge of the shooting that happened in New Zealand, or she claimed she didn't at the time. And then she doubled down. Her first response, 
And then she had to clean up. She she's on Fox TV now, mm-hmm. so you have to be very careful on how you you know because that's your bag now. Yeah. You're not on YouTube telling jokes no more or in small. So I didn't give her a pass, but I kind of you know as a comedian or, or somebody who just says crazy shit. I think everything is funny half the time. If you don't have the knowledge of certain instances, that joke becomes flat. You know and, what I mean? And just be open to like know when you're wrong. Right. You know don't Absolutely. double down for the sake of doubling down. Don't be wrong and strong. Yeah, at all. I hate people who are wrong and shit. If you're wrong. Yo, so we come on here. If we're wrong, like, oh, I ain't know. Yeah, I'm wrong. I should have yeah. studied out a little bit more. That's a fact. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's very important. And that's important in life in general. You know what I mean? That's a nice shirt you have on. Oh, this one right here? Yeah, let me read that. Reactivists. Reactivists. Those who are not activists, but will react or overreact to the most popular trends on social media to give off the illusion that they are socially aware of causes that affect the community. Yeah. I wrote that shit. Right? Because everyone is a reactivist. Social media in a nutshell. Yeah, that's social media in a nutshell. So... Uh, would, would you like to read oh, my shirt? A uh, hopamine. Okay. Hopamine. Similar to dopamine, it, it is uh, secreted into the bloodstream of a hopeless people, giving them a false sense that the future will be better by hope alone. Whoa. Ooh. You can get these at urbanx.nyc. $25. Yeah, these are $25. Yeah, these are $25. $25. Uh, you know what I mean? Because, you know, it, it's a very simple, straightforward shirt. Uh, you know, so uh, get these. I have a series of them. Yes. Statement shirts that we're calling them. And, you know, they're a little more out the box than the normal T-shirts. I'm going to do a video campaign about yes. them. Yes. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's what I mean. I'm not retiring. They put me to work in other aspects of the company. I think I got a promotion. and didn't realize it. Did I get a promotion? I got a promotion. Yeah, we just moved to different departments. Lateral. Yeah, you was uh, harassing our uh, executive producer. Yeah, so they, they, it's a lateral move. <laughs> and we shit. just had to move you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, with that being said, what do we have next? You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, Jay-Z's album, The Blueprint, first one, will be commemorated into the Library of Congress. That's a big thing. That's big. That's big. Yeah. 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 So I have this debate with my friends all the time, and uh, some of them feel like the, bru- the Blueprint was the greatest rap album ever. Uh, that's a debate you can't win. What, what does it stand for you? Uh, again, because it's really based on your reference point of music itself, okay. right? You know, how far do you go back? Fuck, Paid in Full was one of the greatest albums I ever heard. Uh, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. You know what I mean? So I have different reference points. But for Jay-Z, and the timing of that album was very critical, right? Mm-hmm. Because the reasonable doubt, remember, that didn't grow until later. That was a seed he planted right. that caught momentum later on. But that Blueprint album... Where he got at Nas, he got at Prodigy, yeah. and it just was so soulful. You could tell Kanye and uh, what's that other producer he used to work with? Not, uh, not no ID. Not no ID. I know you're talking about. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed for not knowing his name yeah, at the, the time. Yeah, the one who did uh, the What More Can I See? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The, the legendary brother. You could tell that they were in there cooking. Yeah, American. You know what I mean? And, and they were bringing something magical. And you can tell by Jay-Z's flow, he knew it. Mm. Right? So they said there's been a couple of times Jay-Z knew. Like when he came out with Hard Knock Life. Mm. That song, they just said he knew 
that that shit right there was going to cook, right? So, but this Blueprint album just put him in, in a stratosphere that was out there. You know what I mean? The timing of it, the whole process of it. Favorite track. Favorite track on that? Just Blaze. Just, just Blaze. Blaze. Thank see, you. See, thank yeah. you in the chat. Thank you in the chat. Thank you. Oh, oh, they hit us. <laughs> they said, you dumb mother. Yeah. Now, we appreciate that. Yeah, Just Blaze. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> thank uh, you. Thank you. I like uh, Song Cry. Okay. Of course, uh... Uh, H to the is O. Mm -hmm. That was on there. H to the is A. Yeah, that shit. The whole fucking album. Yeah, you just I like, put uh, Ola Ovito. That was Ola Ovito. That was hard. Yeah, that whole album was that just was hard. crazy. Wait, and uh, um, Heart of the City was on that too, right? right. Ain't no love. Yeah, that was on there. In the heart yeah. of the city. Yeah, that yeah. shit was on there. That was crazy. Now the Fuji's going break up. Music going. Yeah, yeah, that whole. Yeah, he really, he really cooked that up. Lovely. And to me, that solidified him as uh, one of the greatest from an artist standpoint. And so um, it's going in the Library of Congress. Yes, congrats to him. Congrats to him on that. So we have uh, Kendrick Lamar who went into, uh, got the Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, for them, am I right? Yeah, yeah. for them. So you're seeing our culture uh, finally get its recognition, it, you know, to a certain degree. They're opening up uh, a hip-hop museum in the Bronx in the next two years. Uh, who's curating that? I'm, I'm pretty and sure Herc and I hope and I, Kaz. Because remember a few. This was like last year. This was a thing, right? With um, that's the, uh, the, the African American museum, museum in, in, in Washington, Washington. right? Right. Where it was um, curated by a white woman, right? And right. people were losing it. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I hope. I really, really it, hope. It, if it's not, then it, it just again demonstrates that we don't own nothing. Jeez. But hip hop has been sold instrumental Jeez. in so much not now i mean even now but it's so uh you know co-opted now yeah. but the primary energy was an offering from our ancestors to give us an opportunity to create our own language mm -hmm. our own culture or reconnect with it uh create the financial base in which we could survive because right. you could be born in hip-hop now and never have to leave hip-hop and, and and find a job in in so many capacities it has a political clout yes. because now a lot of the candidates have to get, uh, you know, these rappers to okay them. So did you know? If you, I don't know if you noticed, but the Breakfast Club is, come, is becoming like uh, a stop that Democratic candidates they have, have to, to make. make. They have to make the stop at the Breakfast Club and chop it up with Charlemagne and them. So Charlemagne and them hold—they're the gatekeepers to a certain aspect of reactivists, in particular those who. Who can't make decisions for themselves right. <laughs> so now you know uh, uh you know but in general um so i'm very happy for jay-z uh you know that's dope and your children's children's children can one day look up yeah. wow my granddad did that yeah that's your grand your great granddad he did that so we're using hip-hop to change the narrative on certain aspects and i think it's a great thing right. yeah you are tuned into the sounds of urban x what's in the cup dad Oh, this is Henny. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is Henny tonight. Yeah, you're toasting up. With a little bit of Red Bull. Just a... Uh, I'm choking nigga out. Uh. Malcolm said, niggas who drink Henny and Red Bull, these niggas is crazy. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. No, no way. What do we have going on? No, Oh. Okay. So, um, I don't have the picture right here, but it was reported that Colin Kaepernick received... Colin Kaepernick and um, Eric Reed received less than $10 million in their settlement with the NFL. What? 
That's what I mean. Man. That's what. Yeah. What kind of source? Less than ten million. Less than ten. Remember, it was reported that it was up eighty million. Yeah, sixty to eighty million. These niggas did all that shit for ten million dollars. Yeah. yeah, you know, and you know what I thought about? You watched Avengers when um they was jumping Thanos and he bled like once. He was like, yeah, oh, all that. <laughs> All that for a drop of blood. For like, a drop of blood. So all the all the protests and all the people, all the reactivists. Yes, all the reactivists. Caping for Kaepernick. Caping for Kaepernick. They did that shit. If that's the case, they should be embarrassed. Yo, yo, like I, I really, I really hope because that meant that's low hanging fruit. Like y'all was take first of all, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say about this, just so people get an understanding. If Kaepernick was taking a knee for instances that were job related. Uh, healthcare, mm. CTE, black owners, black coaches. You're talking about job related within the NFL? Within the NFL. Okay. Within the NFL. And he was taking a need to bring attention to mm. the injustice of the job, and then he lost his job, and then he won his job back. I would clap that shit up. That, yeah, you know, shit happened on the job. You thought, you got your rights, you got your insurance, your healthcare. No, no, no. He was fighting for something that had nothing to do with the job. Then he lost his job, yeah. and then they gave him $10 million. I, I'm confused. Uh, y'all can say what y'all want to say. That's yeah. confusing to me. Yeah. So, First of all, he, I, think that, I think Nike paid him more money, right? Nike gave him $30 million. And Nike gave him more money. And then, so you get paid... Ten million, which is not even what he would have made as a player. As a player, right? he could have made more than that. He could have made more than that, and now he can't even talk about it because remember he signed the NDA. Yeah, so now they gave him ten million, and now you got to shut the fuck up. So he lost. So he lost. Is that a win? Like, is that a win? He lost, and I told you, niggas, he was gonna lose. I would take ten million. Malcolm would take ten million. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be fine with ten million. And 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 with the ados, like the reparations, if the numbers get up to ten mil. I got to burn a candle and call on the ancestors and be like, look, I need that cash. But for 100000 or some old crazy shit, because right. niggas ain't going to do nothing to get the money back anyway, right? Right, right. You, you know that because we right. don't have the training, the financial understanding of how to say this is to make sure that your ancestors who are returning, right. the same ones who got murked are returning through us, right? So now they can come in and relive a life, but now... At the kingdom and queendom status that they should, if they show up and like, yo, where's the hundred grand, Doc? <laughs> what the fuck? You spent that in yeah. two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I had to get a new car. I had to do this. I had to lean on my house. I had to lean on my house. I had to pay that. And then the ancestors be like, nigga, I came back to a worse situation than I left. What the fuck? So, you know, just tying some things in. Yeah. Oh, also. A lot of people since our last like two shows, a lot of people have been giving, been sending me information on the American descendant of slave stuff as yeah. well. Yeah, talk about that. And <clears throat> uh, I don't completely get it, but I have a, a new understanding about it. Okay, help me out. So I, I watched a video with one of the founders. His name is uh, Antonio Moore. Mm-hmm. He has a YouTube channel called Tone Talks. Or something yeah, like yeah. Right? Is, that the, is he a lawyer? Or something? Yes, he is. Okay, okay. Yeah, he, he got. He went to UCLA. He's an attorney. Um, and along with Yvette, <clears throat> I don't know her name. Somebody give me, give, give it to me in the chat. Mm-hmm. But what it was about, so regarding the uh, discussion about reparations and who should actually get reparations, right? So the word African-American, the term African-American 
is uh, even within black people, it's a real blanket term for anybody black. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So they were talking about like immigrants who come over from Nigeria or any of the Caribbean nations who benefit from, quote unquote, benefit from, you know, what uh, black people should be getting mm-hmm. as far as grants and jobs and affirmative action and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to be actually associated, associated with, us. with us. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So they're saying like, yo, if reparations were to be given out. Yvette Cornell. Cornell, thank you. If reparations were to be given out, it should be somebody whose family can be linked back to the history of this actual country, not just... But, and because you know how the uh, politicians talk about giving minorities these things, and that's another blanket dismissive statement uh-huh. that they try to throw around <laughs> to encapsulate everybody when, you know, black people are the ones who actually built this country. Right, right, right. And uh, I went to the website, really dope website. I get, I have a, a greater understanding of it. You know okay. What I'm saying? But uh, my disposition is that uh, reparations are a pipe dream. Okay. I don't think okay. we're ever going to get reparations. And I think it's just another way to feed hope. Hope me. Yes, hope into me. The <laughs> into the bloodstream of the people. Into the bloodstream of the people. Yeah, come on. Hope of me been around a long time. But, you know, I thought. But Jesse I did, Jackson said, keep hope alive. Right, but I thought it was interesting, um, nuanced debate because um, I saw a debate between people who are with the Eidos movement, people who are Pan-African, and everybody who just, you know... Yes, because Pan-African is the saying, we're from everywhere, and we should all benefit. Right. Or I, I don't associate with just American. Or, right. And the Americans are it's like, like uh-uh, stay over there. Stay over there. You want to be over there, stay over there. And here's another interesting caveat to that, is a lot of uh, these institutions are already in place for black people. We just don't take advantage of it. This is very true. So this is why when those who come to this country with their language, their culture intact, their God, they have a different, uh, they're not emotionally scarred. They don't deal with post-traumatic slave syndrome the way we do. Right. So they come to this country and go, wow, I can go to school for free. Wow. I can work at Burger King 16 hours and get a check. Wow, I flushed the toilet and the doo-doo goes away. I was just shitting in a hut. Right? This is what they're saying. So when they come here and see all of these great benefits, see, you take that for granted. Boosh, flush the toilet. Blue, shit gone. They got to eat, piss, shit sometimes. And I know that's a bad stereotype because yeah, there are places in Africa with skyscrapers. Yeah, I don't, all right, but you. it fucks up the joke. I can't. Okay, okay. Listen, thanks. I can't do the raw material <laughs> if y'all can get all sensitive about the okay, fucking material. Okay. Right? I just wanted to get okay, Yeah, yeah. So they come to this country and all jokes aside, they work twice as hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine, Almighty KG from the Cold Crush Brothers, I'm going to talk about him in a few. He said... As he was cleaning out his yard one time, uh, he, you know, his, his neighbor was a Mexican lady. And then we got to talking. And she said, yeah, what we do is, she said, 20 of us all live in one house. Right? Mm-hmm. We pay dirt rent, cheap rent. And then at one at a time, we get a house. And then that person helps the next person. And then, and then she said, in 20 years, everyone owns their own house. And then she looked at him and said, your people don't do that? And he was embarrassed. 
because we don't. So we make fun of these Africans and these immigrants who come here and they pile in in one apartment, but they work in 16 and 20 hours because this is nothing. You don't know what their situation is before they got here. We too cool for that shit, man. Fuck that shit. I ain't working over there, man. I'd rather hustle. And they look at us as lazy. I mean, granted, that the undertone story is post-traumatic. Yeah. We've been through a lot of shit, but the way they see it, you, you just lazy. I'm going to school. I'm working. We all live in one little space so that we can all one at a time do like a fucking susu and then everybody owns a home. And, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword yeah, when, so, you, when I'm you tell t- that it's, story. It's really deep because uh, the, the debates I've been seeing are from... And it's usually um, Pan-Africans are like elders... Yes. And then the people are like, and the Eidos is like younger. So again, it's another Again, divide. and it's, it's a new a new thought process. Right, right. Uh, you know, saying this is where we are and this is what we feel. So, I, to a certain degree. Oh, also, there's, there's um, Eidos is not the only um, organization, organization that's, that's trying to get reparations for, for black people as well. Right. Great work, gentlemen. Stay black, strong, and stay in God's hands. Peace, shout out. From black owned one day big business, all black owned fitness company. Uh Ariz blah blah blah. Ariz Zentine. Uh, Ariz Fit Arizen Fitness.com. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to we're butchering this. I'm, I'm sorry. butchering this, but Marshall D from Miami, a black owned uh, fitness center. We appreciate your love and support. The Henny has got me leaning a little bit already. Somebody said, uh, not all immigrants look at African Americans as lazy. Stop spreading that narrative. No, I I, but I, I talk to a lot of them. See, I talk to them, right? So not all, that's like not all black people are fucking lazy. Not all black people eat collard greens and chicken and watermelon. What kind of blanket statement is that? So don't take, this is what I mean by people to take things literally. Mm-hmm. Don't be a literalist when we're talking about these conversations because nothing is absolute. Yeah, nobody's a monolith. Like, yeah, we're not trying to... Please don't, because then you miss the point and you're in your emotions about something. I'm talking the general narrative is that when these people come over, especially the narrative being fed by America that we're all criminals, all you got to do is look at hip-hop videos. If I knew nothing about black people in this country, all I need to do is watch hip-hop videos and uh, crime shows, and it will already implant in me the narrative of who we are as a people. So let's, let's stop with the bullshit. All right? So I didn't mean that in the literal sense that every... That, that, that makes no sense. So, you know, whoever said that in the chat... I hear where you're coming from, but please give me a break when, you know, we're trying to break down this story. Because I know plenty of them who tell me, yeah, they have to get training when they come the fuck over here. Or they have a narrative in place to stay away from the niggas. Just like the Chinese people come over here and stay away from the niggas. All right. So with that being said, I'm understanding the new energy coming in from Eidos and other organizations of young people putting a different spin on this. And they're saying there needs to be things in place for us, we're the ones who suffered the most. So, not to say that Africans didn't suffer because they haven't been colonized by Europeans and but, France. And you have China who just took over an entire airport of, I think, in Ghana, one of these places. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you, but that's that's also the argument too. Like when you bring up like imperialism and the French, like the French and you know Great Britain, how they have colonized these countries. So. The people from Adis are saying we understand that and we sympathize, but if you want like something like monetarily in return, go to those countries. Right, go to those countries. We're saying for the people here, right, 
We need to get paid. I, I, it's, 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 it's an interesting debate. And I, I love the fact that new information yeah. has got you leaning a little bit. Yeah, different. you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's nothing wrong with yeah, that. See, it's, people, it's little... they take this little hard stand on things, yeah. and knowledge is supposed to shake your foundation. I need you to understand that. So knowledge, you understanding yeah. the situation in greater detail, you're saying, now, hold on, Dad. This is, and now you even have me... Revisiting it. Yeah, it's like oh, never be hmm. afraid to revisit because that's the purpose of knowledge. Those people who stand pat on shit, regardless of what new information come in, those are the people you got to worry about. Cause those are people who have an agenda. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So knowledge is supposed to make you go, okay, all right. So that's where we're at as we give you this final podcast. That's where we're at with the Ado situation. We're gonna revisit it. Right? Yeah. Still think there's some hope of mean involved. <laughs> yeah. Got to keep that clear. Yeah. However, we're going to revisit it because the, uh, a new generation has a different perspective. Thanks. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Now, you had a problem this week uh, with a great rapper, Mr. J. Cole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you had a problem with this picture. This shit here. Yeah. This is a GQ magazine. Yeah, this shit fucked me up, okay? Why? Because... You don't think it's fly? No, it's not fly. (laughs) But it is fly to to your generation. See, this is why elders and old school people don't fuck with y'all. We be giving y'all chances to get y'all shit together. And J. Cole, what he don't understand is he represents the codex, which connects our generation and your generation. He he ain't... He can wrap his ass off... Mm -hmm. Right? He's intelligent. Very. Right? His beats and all that is banging. He ain't out here flossing his money. So we look at him as a reference point to hold the true codex of the culture so that the culture may survive through mumble rapping and niggas wearing dresses. And then he go and he do this shit. Right? Yeah. All right. Uh, That's a woman's coat. (laughs) I don't give a fuck what you say to me. That's a woman. If I showed up in that shit. Right? That, that's, and he got them, them Jesus sandals on, and Jesus saith the Lord. He got them fucking uh, sandals on. Is that a mountain lion or a lynx? And his pants is fucking high waters. Uh, he, he looks like a, he looks like a girl. Cat. It's a fucking cat with him and shit. Yeah. Uh, but this is another picture. That looks fly. Okay, okay. That's in the same magazine. Okay, but, but go back. <laughs> this is the first picture I saw. <laughs> And, you know, I, again, I fucks with J. Cole. Uh, it's just certain things niggas in my generation is not going to do, and we're not going to understand. And he got that little twitch in his hip. See, if he was just standing there like, like if he masculinized that shit, like, he got that little pink. He got a little pink in his hip. And, you know, if, if they get J. Cole, it's over, man. What's next? Kendrick Lamar? I mean, who's next? Because we only have a few of your generation that... Okay. <sighs> okay, Jay. Jay, we got to talk. Somebody get Jay Cole on the line. Because what happens is, let me tell you how this shit works. You get around all of them uh, fancy designers, right? Yeah, uh-huh. And they start gassing your ass up. Oh, this is going to look marvelous on you. And you go, really? Because marvelous. he's like a, a yeah jeans and t-shirt kind of guy. This is going to look fabulous. And then you put it on, you start believing that shit. Like, yeah, I, you know, I look fabulous. I think I look fabulous. Yeah. And then you see the pictures of that shit, 
And no, no, this is this is not I cool. Like a rich white woman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's funny. All right, and 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 he's, and this is my point. Remember, a picture is worth a thousand words, right? He is worth too much to the culture for my generation. Mm. You know what I mean? Because he's the only reflection, not just him. Of course, Planet Asia. There's a whole bunch of artists out there. Uh, RP Beats got a new joint coming out, my man. Oh, he does? Yeah, he got a, one of his solo artists is coming. Uh, we got a lot of people out here who, um, you know what I mean, who still represent. But in terms of mainstream culture, we really depend on him and Kendrick Lamar, uh, Nipsey Hussle, uh, your boy uh, Push. We depend on these guys to give us hope that the future is going to be bright. Somebody said it gets worse every picture. That's uh, hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so uh, somebody got to talk to him. Tag, nigga, you it. So uh, and nobody's going to convince me different than you know what I just saw. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you should have a team around you. He probably does. Like, they go, dad, 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 dad. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it, Dad. Don't do it. I think I think like he was getting ready to pose. Nigga, the twitch in the hip. And they caught him mid. They caught him twitch hip? <laughs> in mid hip yeah, twitch? Yeah, I don't. Come yeah. on, you don't twitch your hip like that, nigga. Yeah, you were so bothered by this picture when you yeah, first showed man. me. Like I thought it was something like really happening. I was like, yo, you gotta see this shit. I was like, he what? Was like, oh man. Yeah. Even the cat is like, meow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in the, so I, I don't know I don't know but maybe again this is me being old school yeah uh, you know I, I don't know I don't know I think they just killed my generation like our hope for the future with this shit right here I'm glad Jay Z's album is going into the goddamn uh, you know Congress I think you're overreacting but okay oh, mm-hmm. might be the handy you talking. are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So we have a couple of Urban Excellence stories this week. Oh, okay. Let these motherfuckers roll. So for the people who don't know, Urban Excellence stories are the people we feel like uh, shine a great... Oh, is when we choose to shine a light on uh, shining examples in our community. No matter what it is, if it's a small win, if it's a big win, if you're within our community, within our culture, we like to highlight you. If you're doing yeah. something great, we like to highlight you. This is something where we will not be stopping. Even though it's happening the podcast. Oh, no, no, we're not stopping it. No, so we're still going to have... If you have a story, a personal story you want to send us, if you uh, have another story that you want to highlight, we're going to send it and we'll, and we'll talk about it. So, this week, right now, we're going to be talking about this pe- these people right here. Kevin L. Uh, Chisholm and his son, Kamari Chisholm. Let me clap that up right away. Father and son. Yeah, as long as they're selling drugs. They're not selling drugs. They're not selling drugs. They're not selling drugs. Let me just clap that up. They're not selling drugs. Uh, out of Virginia, uh, the dad is a lawyer, uh, Kevon L. Chisholm is a lawyer, and they announced the start of their investment club consulting services mm. called Black Wall Street Consulting uh, Con- Consultation Services. Black Wall Street Consultation Services. Yes. Clap that shit up. Um, it is specifically designed to assist individuals with increasing their wealth through uh, creation of investment clubs. The company services provide clients with information, uh, informative seminars and research-based strategies to realize their financial dreams. That's dope. Very dope. And that's dope because the father is imparting wisdom onto the child. And if the child can articulate it to younger people, because old people can forget about it right. for the most part. You're stuck in your ways, but 
young people are the ones who can uh, who understand the terminology. It's sort of like uh, understanding coding. Right. You know, young people get get it because they not, not you, not you. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about real young people. They they were birthed on that timeline. They get it. So a lot of people I've been hearing lately. <clears throat> Like if they would have taught this in school, how come they're not teaching finances in school to prepare you to be your own boss or, or understanding? They don't do that. They train you to be workers. So the young guy is the key to this code right here. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's Morpheus and that's Neo in the sense where, you know what I mean? Yeah. The young kid can stand around with his friends and just introduce into their bloodstream the idea of investment right. and what that means so I, I look at this as a great opportunity because older men for war, younger men, I mean, older men for counsel, younger men for war. That's a great right? thing, yeah. So with that being said, you know, the older ones are passing that wisdom down. The young ones are taking this information and ready to stage war, not always in the physical sense. There are many levels to war, as we understand. So when I see this kind of connection... <clears throat> It puts a smile on my face. Yes, it do. You know what I mean? So this is definitely a dope. Give me their names again. Uh, Esquire, because he pops as a lawyer. Okay. Von L. Chisholm. Kind of looks like Philip uh, Drummond. Uh, is that from the... Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Will Smith show. Are you talking Philip Banks? Philip Banks. Kind of looks a little bit like Philip Banks. Banks is a little bigger. And, yeah, Kamari, and Kamari, and his nickname is Junior Wall Streeter Chisholm. Ooh. Junior Wall Street of Chisholm. Talk that and that's Black Wall Street Consultants? Yeah, Black Wall Street, Black Wall Streeter. Black Wall Streeter. Uh, consultation Services. Consultation and, Services. The, the website is actually uh, blackwallstreeter.com. You can go Black check it out. Blackwallstreeter.com. Please, when you get some time, go check it out. Go check it out. After the show, though. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, not right now. Not right now. After the show. <laughs> After the show, check them out. And uh, that runs. So somebody, so okay, that's what it was, right? Somebody in the chat just asked about, uh, you know, Jay Morrison. Jay Morrison, uh, the uh, real estate guy, black guy. Yeah, black guy. Good-looking black guy, no homo. Got his wife. She's sexy. Pause. Yeah. Pause. Pause. They're doing it together. Yeah, I like that. So uh, he, um, if I'm correct, his uh, Tulsa, the, the Tulsa fund mm -hmm. got uh, subpoenaed. Oh man. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was that got me so mad. Right, so earlier this week, um, Vlad from Vlad TV, DJ Vlad from Vlad TV, announced that you know um, uh, Jay Morrison got subpoenaed by I think the FCC regarding his Tulsa fund, and I just didn't like how <clears throat> it seemed like excited Vlad was that this was happening to him because they he he's done multiple interviews with Vlad. Talking about the Tulsa fund and Vlad, you know, it's like, nah, I wouldn't do that because, and I felt like it was just like a, a um, he throwing shots at the black. That's man. what it seemed like to me, and I felt and, like and because Vlad is financially secure through his exploitations of this damn culture, of the very culture, he feels that he can talk down to another black man who's financially trying to create an outlet for his people to get out of the shit they're in. Yo, I was livid. Like you should put hands on Vlad when you when see him. I see him. Yeah, I don't know how big he is. Or, yeah, and white guys can't box, so don't wrestle him. No, he sues people. He sued uh, Rick Ross for slapping him. Oh, yeah, he did. Rick had to give him 300K. Yeah. <laughs> punch in the face to give him 300K. Punch in the face and get you 300K. Ex Vlad. But they can't box, so don't ever yeah, try to wrestle a white guy because if they're very strong with the caveman shit, they'll wrestle you to the ground. But if you box him, he got the, he I got mean, the, he got the Viking beard. Yeah, now. I knocked out. Yeah, no, just tell you a ghetto Cosby story. Another one? 
This is this is a true story. All my stories are true ghetto Cosby stories. I'm in a store and I'm arguing with the owner of the store about something, prices or this and that. He must have been having a bad day. Okay. All right, because he was a big white guy. He came from behind the counter. And I said, no, this white guy ain't trying to. And I got in my boxing mode. He tried to grab me and I ducked and weaved and I caught him and he fell like a fucking tree in the forest. Boom! And he was out. And niggas was installing, oh shit, this was downtown Canal Street, so there's a lot of white people around. Oh, I think I'm about to say nobody stole from it. No, 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 this was downtown. But uh yeah, I boxed a few white guys. They they don't 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 wrestle them. Okay. No, don't don't wrestle white guys. Alright. Box them. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. And he got that nasty Viking beard, that Russian Talking about flat, right? Yeah, talking yeah, about flat. Nasty. That nasty. Gross. Gross. So this is a story you told me about. Well, we okay, we like show a long time ago, right. shows ago. Uh, we talked about uh, the Uncle Nearest whiskey. Yes. And uh, for the people who don't know, Uncle Nearest was the guy who taught Jack Daniels how to uh, make whiskey. Right. The the, the whole uh, distillation, yeah, the, the whole distilling process. process. And using maple syrup and wood and, and an alchemical process that obviously came from Africa. And the thing about them, uh, he would, uh, uh, nearest? Dearest. Nearest. Nearest was a slave, and Jack Daniels wasn't his slave master. Mm-hmm. They worked on the same plantation, but he was poor. But here's the thing he gave him credit. He did. The entire time. So this is. You know how these white narrative movies, they always got to implant a white person, white savior. a white savior in the movie to make them seem like they did some shit they didn't. Yeah. This is kind of reverse of that story. Even after Jack Daniels died, he, 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 he makes it clear who gave him that recipe. I wish KFC would do the same thing. <laughs> I wish the colonel would give a press conference about those 16 herbs and motherfucking spices. Ain't all right? No, ain't no white dude know about 16. Hey, how the fuck any white dude know about them kind of herbs and spices? So he need to give a press conference and come clean and be like, so-and-so gave me the recipe for this shit. So, but anyway, long story short, I was watching Fox News today and the young lady who spearheaded this. Fawn Weaver. Fawn Weaver said that there is a movie coming out. This is her and her husband. Her husband is a Hollywood executive. Mm. So there is a movie coming out about nearest. Yes. You know, His not, name is Nathaniel Green. Not farthest, nearest. Yes. Yeah. Nathaniel. Michael Watts, thank you. I'm half Indian. How do you feel about Jesse Hilarious? Yeah, we talked about that. You must have just showed up. Uh, yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, she was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, um, yeah, um, I thought for the people who didn't, uh, who are unaware of the story, they should go. It's a Breakfast Club interview. It was like one of the best like I've seen. Yes, go see the Breakfast really Club good. interview. She really gives it up on how somebody else was covering the story, and it was kind of vague. Yeah. And then she was intrigued by the story, and she went. She lives now in Tennessee. Yeah. That's where she, she lives she now. She bought the actual land. She bought the actual land. So you understand, and then remember, uh, 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 Obar came yes. and gave us some other information oh, right, about yeah. how Jack Daniels, the wells is drying up, so they have to push this new uh, Uncle uh, Nearest. So they, and he said that he said like Jack Daniels bottles are going to be worth a lot of money soon. So. Yes. So hold on to those Jack Daniels bottles. So, but I just thought it was great. It's going to be um, a great movie being told. So we want to stay tuned. Uh, yeah, for that. Yeah. That's actually dope. That's dope. That's actually very dope. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds 
of Urban X. So uh, I'm I've been reading that the Neverland Ranch. Okay, I had. Did you get my Oprah story in there? I got it. I got it. Okay, chill. <coughs> you running the show? Yeah, chill. <coughs> so uh, Neverland Ranch is. Uh, might be demolished because uh, nobody will buy it amid the documentary. Uh, I'll buy it. How much is it going for? 100 million. Oh, okay. <laughs> but now that the price has dropped because of the documentary, it dropped like 30 million. <laughs> so, some 70 million. Let me know when it reaches $20. Yeah. I'm putting my bid in. Yeah, so they're going to demolish it. But I think it's just like another symbolic. How can a fucking documentary destroy? A monumental legacy of that magnitude. Meaning, it's a fucking documentary. This is a fixture of reality. First of all, I want to point out the fact that um, a lot of people... The impact that this documentary has had over, I guess, the culture is flying under the radar. Because a lot of people believe it. You know what what I mean? Yeah, yeah, A lot of people believe it. You know, people are like, oh, nah, you know... This, you know, we're not really caring about this. A lot of people... I was at a brunch with my friends, and a Michael Jackson song came on, and they turned it off. Reactivist. Reactivist. Oh, right. Yeah, right. It yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Right? I'm not giving up Thriller. Right? Thriller. <laughs> thriller? I'm not giving up Thriller for you. Thriller? <laughs> Moonwalk? Billie Jean? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Right? <laughs> it ain't happening. Again, they're trying to remove these pieces from your memory, remove these iconic figures from reality as you know it, and we're letting them do it. Now, am I saying this world ain't perfect? We can start with George Washington on up. Are you going to get rid of your Benjamins? Like everybody now, just just reach in your pocket and get rid of your Benjamins because the motherfuckers own slaves and what they did was fucked up. Uh, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. And if you look up the history of Jacksonville, Florida. Oh my God. Nasty. 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 Right. Yeah. So um, in George Washington, when they looked in his mouth, he had implanted slave uh, slave teeth. Yeah. Slave teeth in his mouth. So he went yeah. out and he needed teeth and he just went into the slave mouths and yeah. took their teeth and put them in his. That's just the. Gist of the shit. So if you want to start, if we want to start being reactivists, let's let's get extreme with this yeah. shit. <laughs> fuck, like, fuck the money, because yeah. these people did this. Straight Bitcoin. Fuck everybody, yeah. right? Because when you start peeling back the layers, all of these corporations got dirt on their hands in some capacity. But we have allowed them to turn us into reactivists, and now the target is Bill Cosby. The target is Michael Jackson. The target is R. Kelly. Now, R. Kelly did that shit. Yeah. But the target <laughs> in general, yeah. you see what I'm saying? So we lose our heroes. I think OJ did it too. There's some new evidence that suggests he didn't. That's fine. We still rooted for him. <laughs> I rooted for him whether he did it or not. But understand, you know, we, we, we have to put this in perspective. And you can't let a documentary after the FBI had 10,000 hours of investigating this man and found, do you know what, what kind of manpower that is? To yeah. find nothing? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, that's crazy. But yo, that's that just shows uh, people's uh, wanting to be on the right side of history. That's, 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 all, that's all it is. That's all, and that goes back to the reactors. Yeah, that's all I it I want to make sure wherever the flow is going, yeah. I don't go against the grain. I'm going to go against the grain kind of dude because I want to do something called... Um, 
thinking. thinking. Oh, I want to do that shit right, right. And, and and come up with my own assessment. Now, if my assessment leaves me with the crowd, so be it. But my elders always told me when everybody's running that way, you need to look that way at least. Because obviously they're steering, and this has become very easy with social oh, media. Oh my, it's like this shit is it's, easy. It's like so. In Fifteen like, minutes, they can turn yeah. y'all against us. You know why they really ended the show was <laughs> Dot's got a baby on the way. Unwind with Tasha K. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Unwind with Tasha K, boy. I'm gonna tell you. I didn't know Black Dot. I knew nothing about his show. God, God, let me get a sip of this wine, because all oh, what I'm about to tell you, oh, this baby in my stomach getting me crazy. Okay, listen, let me tell you what I know about Black Dot and them, all right? His wife is really a man, and but they're still having a baby. How the fuck is that possible? You see what I'm saying? This shit will get way out of control. Shout out to Unwan with Tasha K. Uh, she's got a lot of energy. Yo. And she got receipts for her shit. Yo, I'm not, I was watching it compelled. Like, yeah, yeah, she whoa. got receipts. She got motherfucking <laughs> receipts. When you talk shit like that, you got yeah. receipts. Yeah. So big up to her, uh, you know, and all that old good stuff. That was funny. But you know, we can't allow a documentary to come out. But again, that's low-hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. That's for the, the masses or asses. That's for them to kind of flow with a certain energy. And there needs to be a clear out. Uh, process of those who think and those who don't. <clears throat> so, this story comes. Uh, this this happened today. Uh, singer uh, Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar. I've he, never heard of him before. Really? Nope. He's dope. Is that it? Was is that the guy who was at the Grammys recently? He performed because Eli put me on to that. Might be who Eli put me. Yeah. Very soulful. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. Okay. okay he's good. dope. Yeah. Good. Eli put me on to him. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up to speed. So uh, he was on, I think he was on Instagram Live, and he was talking about, uh, it's this white girl named Yash, Yash Jules, Yash Jules. Yash Jules, okay. Some white girl, right? I don't, I, we're going to talk about a little bit, a little bit more. But he was just talking about, he was like, why are we being so mean to her? Why are we being so mean to white people and that? Where is he from? I think he's from Canada. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I don't need once you tell me where you're from, yeah. your experience with white people is gonna dictate whether you're ready to go to war for them. Thanks. Right? So Thanks. you from Canada, right? Where white people are so jelly and yeah. hey, hey, good morning to ya. Yeah. And that's my Irish uh character. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. I got so many in there. So anyway, you know these Canada people. Yeah. So his his uh, association with racism and this and that's been a little bit different. So white people didn't call him nigger to his face. Yeah. So he has a certain love for white people. Yeah, and then but that also goes to because the, the actual girl he's talking about. A is, lot is of that's the murder mook. Was murder mook? Yeah, with the same girl. With the same girl. And what does she do again? For us, so she uh, put a shirt up on Twitter. It said uh, "niggas be lying," and then she put like, "Should I wear this?" My, she's full white, like she's right, okay, full white. And then uh, she was on the <clears> podcast with Mook and some other dudes. And nobody pressed her about it. They were all just like, nah, but we get it. Like, it's a joke. And, you know what I'm saying? There's white dudes in my hood that say it. And I don't say nothing about it. Blah, blah, blah. So they were defending the, uh, the terminology. Yeah, because okay. she got a big butt. Her butt's not even that big. It's not. Uh, it's, it's not. She's it's not overrated? Even yeah, she's not even all that. Okay. Well, I, I don't like, know what that has to do with the with the narrative of the story. No, Like, no, they're defending her because of her ass? That's, that's what a lot of people are saying. Oh, oh. Like people well, obviously, saying, niggas is running up in her. Yeah. For how to feel that comfortable. Well, there was rumors that LeBron was messing with it. it well, with the first question you need to ask her is, do you have any black in you? 
No, no. Would, would you like some? Some black in you? That's probably the first question exactly. Yeah. So Ruin has LeBron and a couple other people. Yeah, she even so. tried to throw Joe Buttons under the bus. So he was trying to take on the Yeah, Joe Buttons. And then she was going in on like people like Scotty Beam and Karen Silver. But what does she do? I, I have no idea. She just a white girl with a fat ass? I, I think she uh, puts together events and I have no idea what this okay. girl does. Okay. I have no clue why she's famous. Okay. But gotcha. yeah, Mook was really disappointing. Like... That yeah. was nasty. Yeah, okay. His defense of like, that. Like, the way he was caping for that white girl was just like, uh, is that your king? Is that your is king? Is that your king? Yeah, well, he, he yeah. lost to Aver. We ain't forget. Yeah, he did. He did. He lost to Aver. We ain't forget. And Aver ain't that good. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Aver in case I see you in the street or something. <laughs> and you want to get it popping. Like, I didn't really mean that shit I just said. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, back to the Daniel Caesar thing. Um... It was crazy because uh, Dave Chappelle recently, <laughs> did you see that? When Dave no. Chappelle uh, said um, his singer was gay and then he got offended. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. But then he even brought that up. He's like, you know, I had to learn how to take a joke in the moment. Y'all need to learn how to take a joke from the white girl because uh, how you feel is how you feel and everybody's allowed well, well, to Well, my disposition on that is to a certain degree, I understand. You can't pinpoint one girl who got comfortable because dudes is black. She got black in her. You know what I mean? Or black constantly running up in her some, <laughs> yeah. to some capacity that she felt say. comfortable enough to, you know, spark a reactivist. You know what I'm saying? To get people to react so her stock is up right now because now you got me asking who the fuck she is. Right. I didn't know who she was. Right. I didn't give a shit. But now I want to know. Now I got to go look at some pictures of her ass. <laughs> As an investigator. As an investigator. Okay. Not as uh, just investigating the story. Okay. Yeah, that's what Yeah, so there's bigger things in the world. You heard about them Siamese twins? Who, you know, because they, they joined together, and one of them is gay and one of them is straight. No. <laughs> no. Problem is, they only got one asshole. So, you know, so when you think you have problems, no, this is a true story. I saw, it, I saw it on social media. Like, you know, they're trying to, you know, do their own thing and live their own lives, but they're one person, and one of them is straight. And one of them is gay. That's mad funny. Right? And you know how you got to take one for the team? You tell your man, listen, I need you to take one for the team. She a little ugly, but just hold her down while I go in the room. This is like directly like nigga kissing. You can feel his beard on your face. And then he flipped both of y'all over. Like you can't just flip one of y'all over. He flipped both of y'all over. And this gives new meaning to the... Term, take one for the team. Yo. So, yeah. So, when you think you have problems. Yeah, you have issues. <laughs> I want you to think about these Siamese twins, man. Yeah. yeah it's, issues, man. You know, it makes you put your life into perspective. That's pretty. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, another Urban X in the story for the week. I saw this one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dylan Chaddick, right? Uh, he... Was a homeless. Him and his family were homeless at one point. A few times actually, mm-hmm. when they came here from Trinidad, um, and he just became a citizen, and he just uh, got accepted to seventeen different colleges. seventeen different colleges. <laughs> and if you've never been homeless, I've never been homeless in my life, but I've been damn near homeless. You know what I mean? It's a different energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your survival tactics and what becomes important to you change. I've always said, and the last shall be first. 
So if shit really jump off in this country, who are the people who know how to navigate through this terrain but the homeless people? Mm -hmm. Who know how to stand three and four days in inclement weather? Who knows where the underground tunnels are? Who knows how to survive off a piece of bread? Who knows how to do all of these things? Because we high on the hawk, right? So when you see homeless people, and this is not a public service announcement, and you have it, you give it to them. I'm not talking about the one who's doing the dance, who's, you know this nigga getting ready to go get crack. I'm not talking about that nigga. Or the one who's in McDonald's uh, or whatever, and you go, all right, what you want? Nah, I need the money. Bruh. Yeah. I thought you was hungry. Yeah. I'm talking about the ones that you know, right? And for him to still be able to have the fortitude to keep his grades up, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I told you, I went to school and excelled at school so my mother wouldn't come to school. Because I was embarrassed because she was a heroin user and I didn't want her coming and nodding in school and all the kids. Because kids are vicious. Kids are teaching. Damn, why your mother nodding like that? You know, kids don't give a fuck. But that's what helped me build my tough skin. Also, so while other kids had motivation to do well so their parents could come to school and be proud, I knew if I didn't act up in school, she don't have to show up but twice a year. Assembly and right. this and that. And she was usually at her best at those particular times. So whatever motivates you, right? right. But nobody knew I only had, well, they knew I had two pair of pants because, you know, nigga, you wore those Wednesday. <laughs> I see you got five shirts, so you're trying to throw us off as an optical illusion up top. But you still have to keep a smile on your face. You still have to, you know, but I was excellent in school. The work was easy. You know what I mean? It was just... The uh, home environment, other things that was going on. So when I see a story of this magnitude, his mother's proud. And I don't want to make a joke, but they eating well for homeless people. God <laughs> damn. These homeless motherfuckers, where the fuck they getting meals from? God damn. All right, that, that was too far. That's why this show is over. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure, listen, I, I'm pretty sure you in the chat was thinking the same thing, like, homeless? Like, ah, damn, you know. All right, all right. <laughs> that was not nice. But we want to clap up his story. What's your problem? 17 colleges. Odyssey lived high on the hog. She only got 13. She got 13? <laughs> I thought she had 10. No, she got a few more that came through. She ain't interested in this. She ain't talking about that. Uh, she, she waiting for Temple and some other shit to come through. But um, just just you know, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, very dope. Very dope story. I, you know, I don't want to, uh, you know, I just have to, make, you know, glide of this shit. That's so yeah. Dope. yeah, that's wrong. That was very wrong. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Right, before we get to that story, I want to make a public announcement. Professor Griff, oh, okay, of Public Enemy, has just released a new video called. Enemy behind enemy or serious enemy minds or behind enemy minds because Griff, I'm butchering this because because uh, behind enemy lines is the actual no, but his yeah. shit is behind enemy minds. Okay, so that's probably it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's a dope video. He's on the drums, he's on the guitar, he's on the mic. It's classic Professor Griff shit. Uh, so Lay has some new uh, heat out. Oh, so right, yeah, right. yeah, they got some new heat out, man. So yeah. shout them out. Uh, you know, that's family. I probably butchered the name of the song. Griff, you know I love you. You know, ain't nothing personal behind that shit. Uh, so I'm shouting them out. Almighty KG of the Cold Crush Brothers. The legendary Cold Crush. Oh, you want more of this? All right. Brothers, on April 14th, his new album called The Future 
will be released. It's his last solo album. I'm actually on the album, okay, on a song called Stop Bullying Me. Now, Malcolm laughed when he heard the title, and I'm telling this little nigga here, when I'm on the Disney Channel, right, helping little kids out, and they're like, uh, Brother Black Dot, I got a problem. What's going on here, little Tommy? I'm being bullied, and you see me resolving issues with little kids, and that motherfucking Disney check come in. Don't ask for none of that motherfucking money, all right? So I'm on a, star, a song called Stop Bullying Me. It's a public service announcement. And even though in real life, niggas is like, how they get in here? Black dot, helping kids out. <laughs> Stop bullying me. Look at this bullshit. After you just tease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the real reason I have to end this podcast. Because we got to wipe all this shit clean. You motherfucking Disney checks stop coming in. I got to wipe all of this shit clean. You know what I mean? Because I'm going corporate. Hey, little Tommy, what happened? Yo. He's at me. Let's go solve those problems. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm getting that He's Disney. Singing the song. <laughs> singing the song. Stop bullying me. Stop bullying me. Jesus. Stop bullying Jesus. me. Yeah, y'all fucking around. I'm going corporate. I'm going yeah. corporate. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. That's funny. Uh, so we're talking about Trump and his ongoing beef with John McCain, who's dead. This is some gangster shit. <laughs> this nigga is in the grave, and this nigga keep pouring dirt on this nigga. Ah, fuck McCain. I, yeah, I yeah. never liked McCain. Yeah, he, he was talking about um, what he did was he was horrible. Uh, what he did to repeal and replace um, Obamacare or yeah, something. Or, um, he was the only senator who voted against yeah, the Obamacare or voted for for, for, it. for the Obamacare. What he did to the Republican Party and the nation to sick people who could have had great health care was not good. I endorsed him at his request. I gave him the kind of funeral he wanted, which a president had to approve, and I didn't get a thank you. I don't know if he was waiting for a thank you from him. Yeah, or- yeah, yeah. I don't know who, but that shit he said was just fucking gangster. First of all, the very first statement he made when he said McCain is a war hero, he was like, is he? He got caught. He was like, what kind of war hero? So Yo. uh, Trump is Trump is out of control, man. Yo, he be wilding. He be wilding. He don't give a fuck. See, w- when you're talking like that, that means the people who are backing you yeah. are, are, are untouchable. Yeah, you hold your nuts a little different. You hold your nuts a little, a little different. A little different, yeah. When you know that you know yeah. you got Jay Prince and these niggas behind you. The Jay Prince of the governments and shit like that. Yeah. So, But yeah, he's kicking dirt on him and McCain or... When he was alive, I, I, I don't know why you... Because, you know, he got to turn his whole body when he used to talk and shit like this. That shit was crazy. Trump is... Trump is just, when you when you go after a dead man, yeah. goddamn Trump. Damn it. Uh, so get your questions ready. Yeah, get some questions ready. Get your questions ready. And this is uh, your Urban Excellence story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's get to my Urban Excellence story. My man Siri, who I... Uh, young, young elder, young, young brother who I grew up with uh, in the neighborhood... Uh, you know, try to tutor from time to time. A genius young brother. Uh, he hit me up and he said that uh, him and his people, uh, they have a new app out called Eat Okra. And this app is like a, a Yelp for black businesses. Right? So black restaurants. Black restaurants. Black restaurants. So we know where to eat. So I'm going to clap that up. Okay? So... Uh, it's available on uh, Google Play and, and Apple App Store. Apple App Store, Google Play. You can da- I downloaded it already to give it a test run. And I can see they're still filling in some of the states. 
and this and that, but it's a great app. So it's part of like a green book. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A, 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 a verb, you know, a, a oh, digital it, green book. And it's green. Wow. And it's green. So that's kind of dope. Wow. Uh, that's probably for okra, but that's beside the point. Oh, gross. Right. Um, so it's a digital green book <clears throat> so that you know where you can eat and the ratings that come in. You get an opportunity now to rate these restaurants so we know if we should step in them or not. So I'm going to clap that up again. Now, okra. First black-owned restaurant, oh, fine black-owned restaurants, right. I have a very traumatic past with okra. As do most black people. Yeah, like my grandmother, <laughs> Jessie Felder, let's shout her out, that's my grandma. She used to make me eat this shit, right? And I was traumatized as a goddamn kid. This okra was the nastiest shit moving. Now, if she ever chopped it up into tomatoes and corn, I could kind of tolerate it because you just swallow it. But every now and then she would just make okra and sit that shit there and be like, eat that goddamn okra. And so now when I hear okra, no disrespect to the app. I respect the, the app. When I, when I eat okra, it, it, yeah. It, yeah, it, it brings something up. Not about my grandma. She was nice. But, you know, okra in itself is some nasty shit. Now, I yeah, know I there's going to be people out there who say okra is good for you. I think all. my mother has a, has a traumatic story with okra as well. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that okra shit. Because yeah. it just was slimy. It's like it had these little beady things in there. And I'm like, what is that? Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I can't get with so it. I don't know. Maybe I'll interview them one day to find out why they chose Eat Okra. Facts. Maybe it's an acronym for Eat uh, <laughs> Okay Food. Yeah. <laughs> Reference to your area. I don't, I don't fucking know. You know, maybe it's something to deal with that shit. Okay, but uh, we want to shout them out. Yeah, that's really good. I always, I always like um, when black people create apps that other black people have to join in with. Like, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we buy a black, you have to, like, put in, like, your black business. Or you have yes. to, uh, you know, reference another black business. So pe- like the, and it grows together. It grows the database. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's dope. Yeah, that, that is dope. So... That's my urban excellence story of the week. Do we have any other stories? Any other stories? Get them out now. Let's talk. It's the last now. show, guys. The Let's last talk. Last show, B. Get them out now. You know what I'm saying? Somebody said fry it. Yeah, that's the shit that got me traumatized, <laughs> Tito Sanders. That fried okra. Yeah, very slimy. That's what I'm talking about. Freddie P. Shit, I got support out here. Eat That's motherfucking funny. okra. I ain't eating no guy. I, 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 I downloaded the app, but I'm not eating no goddamn okra. Somebody said their book arrived today. Their book arrived today. Yeah. They clapped that shit up with yeah. service. And we don't use the postal service. Alejandro gets on his bike. And he <laughs> rides that shit to your city. Yeah. So you give Alejandro a lot of credit. And he throw that shit in your mailbox for you. So clap that up. You're a Felder? Okay, I'm a Felder, yes. Oh, snap. I, too, am a Felder. Oh, snap. So, uh, Dr. Felder, Jack Felder from Harlem, who used to send out there 125th Street and sell all the books, I'm related to him. Yeah, absolutely. We family. Yeah. What podcast do y'all watch? Uh, I watch a few. You know, I watch the... The Joe Buttons. Of course, I tune into uh, Lord Jamal. You know. 
Uh, I listen to uh, Charlemagne's uh, Brilliant Idiots. I think it's hilarious. Okay, I don't really, I can't tolerate Charlemagne. Yeah, and I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Somebody said last year you came in like yeah slash show everybody. So but the channel is not going anywhere. Right, the channel will be here. Past fifty episodes is not going anywhere, and we're going to be doing more interviews. Timothy Whitney, thank you, appreciate it. Appreciate you. We're going to keep doing. Uh, hope you're praying for us. With and the and remember, we're getting rid of the. I, I'm gonna give you this alert now. If you start getting a whole bunch of alerts okay, for yeah, videos, yeah, tell them. Th- th- this is us transferring the uh, Patreon stuff over to our regular YouTube channel. It's about 70 videos. Please don't be alarmed. You know, you're going to get all these alerts, 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 alerts. Try to disregard them. I don't know how to do it without hitting you with all them alerts. If somebody knows, If somebody knows, put it in the chat how I can, you know, secretly create a, a playlist or something and backdoor it where it's there, but without you getting all the alerts, because I'm very untechy. <clears throat> so uh, if you... Um, somebody said, again, why are you fellas ending the show? So we're ending the show because uh, we have... A lot more to do, and the show has actually been uh, taking away from our creativity, if you will. Yes. Right. While uh, we begin, in, we don't like being actually fixed into a system. We've been done this for the past year. It makes a year tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Yes. Um, we've had great support. Yes, and we thank you. We thank you. We've had great support, but we just feel like it's time, you know, to close this particular chapter of the entire platform, so we can, you know. Grow and do more. We can revisit this sometime. Absolutely. We might surprise you with a podcast here and there. We don't know. Uh, Somebody asked me about the Kodak Black and Young M.A. Oh, that's hilarious. You want to talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about that. I don't have it up here. Okay, we we can talk about it. Pull up the X. So, uh, Kodak Black, he had on his album that he would would still sleep with Young M.A. Yeah. Yeah, if he had the chance. Yeah. I thought it was, when I first heard it, because I was in the gym, when I first heard it, I kind of paused, like, wait, what? But I thought it was funny. Okay, is it my turn? Yeah, go ahead. Um, here's the thing. Young and May is a girl. <laughs> Let's start there. I don't give a fuck how you dress this shit up, right? Now, I know she wants to be recognized, whatever she feel inside. Like, if you feel like a tiger, you're a tiger. Fine. If she goes to jail, they are not sending her to the male prison. If they do... Niggas is going to be saying, this is not a drill. Nigga, this is the real <laughs> thing coming up in this bitch. Right? So when all the smoke clears, I understand her saying, respect how I feel. Right. Now, let me twist that. Put a little, little twang on that. The same way young inmate approaches heterosexual women. And when the girl goes, nah, I got a man. But she thinks in her confidence of who she is, she can turn this heterosexual woman out. Right? It's the same shit Kodak Black is doing. He's saying, you got a pee hole. You got a pee hole. I know you got a pee hole. We know this. And I think with my swag, I can turn you out. So, young and may can't have it both ways. Right? And she runs up on a heterosexual... Because they, they, that's a notch on their belt. Yeah. When they're able to turn a heterosexual girl and turn her out, so yeah. to speak. Right? So, this will be a notch on yeah. his belt. Yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't dig his raps too much because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about half the time, right? But if this nigga, if I see him vacationing <laughs> in Miami, him and young M.A., she's on the front of the ski jet and he on the back of that bitch and TMZ catch pictures of them, I'm going to say this nigga is gangster. That's funny. That would be some gangster shit. 
right? Because brothers think they can do that too. They see a pretty uh, lesbian yeah. sister and think, you know what? She just need the right nigga around, you know what I'm saying? All these other niggas been treating her bad, and that's why she went to the other side. You know, niggas' ego will tell you that. You know what I mean? And then you come tell your man, nigga, I hit that. Nigga, you ain't son. I turned her, son. She was a vampire, nigga. I turned her. Right? So it works both ways. It does. Yo. So young and man, when all the smoke clears, you if you do a crime, you go into the women's prison. So when all you 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 girl, her response is like, nah, y'all weird. And somebody was like, yeah, you're a woman. No, you're weird. The fuck you mean he's weird? His shit is he the only one real in the whole equation. He like I see the I, I see past the mask. Yo, you pretty princess, you Nubian queen, you you. Mm. Once I get you right, queen, I could, you know, yeah. do something, some things with you. And she like, nigga, you weird. No, mom, you weird. <laughs> I'm trying to bring you back to your center, boo. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great question. Shout out to uh, Siri Rano. Oh, Sandy, that's my man. Yes, yeah, the one I was talking about. Ah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. His pops was a uh, legendary... Uh, Let's just say his pops was legendary. Let's put that shit out there. Somebody said, what do you think about Buju's Walk to Freedom opening concert? Is the black diaspora community really bridging the, that connectivity? We really need to uplift our people because this energy is everything. I'm not aware of it. No, he had a great concert. Oh, uh, did he? Yeah, yeah. This is his first concert since oh, he's I been released. I didn't see it. And I haven't been too much into it, but when I saw the energy mm. and the amount of people who came out to see him perform was Christ-like, mm. all right? So he has the Christ energy with him mm. right now. Now, I don't know how long he's been behind bars. If there's an agenda to unite the younger generation and the elders and the music that comes with it, because the music is very, very important. Mm. You know what I mean? So shout out to Buju. We didn't get a chance uh, last week, I believe, or the week before when he came home to really shed light on that story. But anybody who's been behind the wall for that long, there are two different scenarios. There's a scenario where there's self-reflection and understanding that I need to come out and use my message for more power. And then I always tell you, they don't need to control millions. They need control over one who has control over millions. So we want to watch and see how this plays out. I'm going to lean toward him uniting his people you know what i mean i don't listen to a lot of reggae music of course i'm up on it you know the dance hall and stuff that's a little bit above my spiritual pay grade so to speak yeah. but if i get enough henny in me i know how to wine wine i know how to get that shit going but i just keep keep your eyes on the hips man just keep your eyes on the hips nigga. don't you know don't somebody do too said, much uh, Dad, what's up with the new book yeah somebody my man born allah uh called me the Jay Electronica, a book writing. Hilarious. And it was hilarious shit because hilarious. I, it takes me 10 years to write a book. I wrote Hip Hop Decoded in 2005. I dropped Urban Culture in fucking 2015. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at 2025. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. 2025, that bitch going to drop hot off the press. But it's going to be one of them, you know, Minari report yeah. things. It's going to just download to your brains. Let me read that shit and see what this nigga been Absolutely. up to. Uh, no, uh, again, hopefully the time spent here now 
uh, you know, because my son and other people are challenging me now. Listen, we need this done so I can't just kind of pussyfoot. And do you know I was dealing with health issues, the kidneys, a whole bunch of, my life had to kind of take priority where I couldn't give off the energy I needed to get into my creative zone. I'm feeling great. I want to get in that zone. I want to put some stuff out. I also think I have one album left in me. And this album will be a and by my children. So Marcus, Malcolm, Odyssey, and Eli are going to be ones that go, yay, nay. You know what I mean? And so, and my wife will overlook, you know, she'll handle all of the finances. You know, she can't, you know. Uh, so, you know, so I think I got one more in me, and it's, it's just for me. Uh, just kind of like, you know, capstone and some things. So the future looks bright, man. Yeah, the future. Right, yeah, don't, yeah, listen, we're not leaving, leaving, but, you know, just... The podcast, you know, we'll be around. You know, what I mean? so we're gonna have other videos. We're gonna be interviewing people. We still got shirts. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, we still need that support. Still need support. Still need the support. We're still gonna be interviewing people, and um, we ask that uh, some of the, the the new videos that we do, some of the people that we interview, we just ask for the same uh, amount of support that we keep the same energy. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say it in a little bit more. You know. Yeah, keep the same energy because we know that some of these. Interviews will be great interviews. People go, ah, I don't want to see all that shit. You know what right, I mean? And right. then you have to respect what the people want to at the same time. It's weird. It's, a, it's, it's a really it's weird a dynamic. Weird thing, yeah. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. And, uh, you know, we, we just trying to do this, uh, you know, for the fam. We love you guys. Facts. Big time. You know what I mean? And uh, anything else you need to say? Uh, anything else I need to say? You want to um, cry? Before the show goes I feel like it'll, it'll be wrong if I don't. But if, I, if I cry, how many more sales? How many more people would? <laughs> Let's get those likes up, y'all. Hit the likes and chat. Hit the likes, y'all. Yeah, this show is being so much to me. Have we got nigga to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I can't. We just need another $5,000 before tonight <laughs> is over. <laughs> On the journey we've been together. You know, anybody, anybody buying that shit? Fuck that shit. We're going to end this show. Nah. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything is funny. <laughs> everything is funny here. In my household, everything is funny. So, if, yeah. you know, just, you know, prep prep your new girlfriend. Yeah, everything is new. Nothing is off limits here. When yeah. she comes here, like, just let her watch the shows or whatever. Because, you know, she has to know when she gets here. If she don't have a sense of humor, uh, you know, she's not going to last. Because we will eat her ass alive in this bitch. Whoever. You know, I'm just saying you know, it's easy to prep your boys because they watch the show. Yo, you know my pops. Yeah, let's end the show. You know, yeah. So, but anything else, uh, you know. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I made Malcolm nervous. Uh, he'll, he'll he'll beat me when the show is over because he does beat me. I told y'all that he beats me. It, it was once, and he he rolls me back in my room. It was once because he gonna say, "Nigga, why you say that shit? Nigga, it was, it was didn't once. I tell you not to say that shit?" It was, it was, I had to. You know, yeah. you see that episode of uh, 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 Dave Chappelle and and uh, Wayne Brady, mm-hmm. and you didn't. Yeah, this niggas don't let this Wayne Brady shit fool you. This nigga's gangster. <laughs> Is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke? He's gonna have to choke a bitch out. So he chokes me out. And when I say crazy shit, and so... Um, somebody said, how uh, frequent will the content be dropped? Um, Every week, we're going to drop something. Facts. You know, uh, I'm trying to get Malcolm to do a daily green screen... Si- I know that's much, daily. but it could be 10 minutes. Just, hey, you know, this was going on in the news. That might get redundant, too. Yeah, daily. All right, all right. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. But you won't see me. I'm done. 
Yeah, I'm going yeah. back into my little. Going back into hibernation. I'm going back into a zero yo, dark thirty on this. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I really appreciate you doing that though. What? Coming out like this. Oh yeah, like, yeah, I absolutely. Knew, I knew it was weird because even like even me um, when you used to go on like Brother Richard's channel, it'd be like every six months. Right, if right, that, like, right. I go on Sarnetta's show once a year. Once a year, like uh, you know, they, and they know, so they don't press it. They go, all right, Doc, whenever yeah. you ready, you, you know. Uh, I, I'm a private guy. I really am. I like my privacy. Um, but I, I couldn't I couldn't have it both ways. Mm. I couldn't do a podcast and let people in and not let people in. Mm. You know what I mean? So but fifty shows, god damn, that's yeah. a that's a lot even for me by that's my standards. Nice. I thought he would get about twenty. I said, Man, I'll help you out a little bit. Yeah. And you know, then it just started getting a little fun and you know. And this and that. So um, we're at the end of that particular journey. And we appreciate you following us, man. It's been it's been really like people uh, who've been people have been here since before we had a theme song. A lot of people remember. Yes, we just started. Yeah, we didn't even have a theme song, yeah. right? So we was figuring it out. And Shout out to Black Cool. And then we had one half of the theme song. Then we had a half of the theme song. And then we said like, "Yo, we need another verse." And then and then we had another verse. And then we had technical issues. Yo. Uh, when we in here, like, what the fuck's going on? Yo, people people can hear us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like, wow, yo, turn this shit up. I can hear one mic. What's up with this nigga's mic? What yo. fuck is wrong with y'all? So we've been through a lot of shit. Facts, man. Uh, you know, somebody said, will the old podcast be up always? Yeah, that's up. That's up. All yeah. of that's going to always be up. Can, 50 can, shows, yeah. You can share that. You can, you know, rewatch mm -hmm. that. Because a lot of, you know what's crazy? A lot of those episodes... We actually called something happening. And it happened. And it happened. I'd like somebody to do the greatest uh, ghetto Cosby stories yeah, in he, Black Duck. He called John McCain dying. I did. I did. Like yeah. a week before it happened. Yeah. Or yeah, like two yeah. weeks before it happened. It was crazy. No, my list is long. You know, my psychic, call me now. You know, my, my shit is, you know, my shit is extensive. Somebody said 100 is a milestone. Ah. Uh, in the modern day time, 50s. So, so, okay, but think about, so it's a year tomorrow that we started the show, right? 50 episodes, right? Uh, spring started yesterday. Yesterday. You know what I'm saying? All kind of New lines beginnings. Up. Yeah, all kind of lines up. You know it saying? all kind of lines up. And let me tell you, you know what you're going to learn in the next 50 shows? Nothing. You're going to start getting tired of seeing me, him, and Doc, you told that ghetto story last time. We yeah. know what you're going to do when it's the Chinese people. I'm running out of couches. You know, I just gave my whole goddamn stand-up show. I, ain't, I need new material. So I need to vanish for a while. For a little bit. You know what Work I'm saying? on my set, nigga. Shit. No, but listen, we hope that you have laughed a little, you have cried a little, you have uh, smiled a little, you have thought a little, uh, you know, and you've done a little more, uh, you know, by watching this podcast with we, us sitting here, you know? We hope we gave you, like, a, a, just a different perspective on stuff. That's all Absolutely. We, that's all we were aiming for. Everybody has the same point. We always try to find a little crevice of... Put a little paint where it ain't, as they say. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So, we again, we appreciate you. Um, this has been dope. Don't forget the body is dope. Yeah. 25. Come on. 25. You got that. Do the huh? Do the shirts to the journey. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. So, uh, this also even launching the shirt business was also part of the journey. Part of the journey. Part of the journey. Um, yeah. You fucked up a lot of shirts. No, I, I did I, I not. Wanna, oh, my God. I have dude. to put this out here. Don't do that. Don't do uh, that. Yeah, give me one of the shirts. I didn't do that. I didn't do that though. Give me this. <laughs> we'll blame this on him. I didn't do that. Okay. Uh, you know, just it's crazy. Oh, that's okay. That's he wild. did this shit, and he did this shit. <laughs> I didn't. 
This should say woke and probably should say coke. <laughs> you yeah, know, I when I started that. doing the math on how you many know, shirts, you know, he would put the, the logo <laughs> crooked and shit. I'm like, this nigga got his glasses on? Like, how the fuck did he not see that that wasn't centered? <laughs> and you know, we do, not a shirt is damaged. We can't use it. We got to toss it to the side. That's crazy. Then I had a pile of fucking shirts that we can't sell. And I started doing the math like, this nigga is causing the company money. That's why I approached him and told him, nigga, you, you, you might have to go because you, you, you're fucking up here. Okay. Now, he's gotten better. I had to get a ruler. He can line shit. I haven't used it once. Yeah, yeah. I haven't used it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's fucking up, but he's my son. What, what the fuck am I That's supposed crazy. to do? Just with the shirts alone that he's fucked up. We probably could have, uh, you know, buy a car or something. I don't That's know. Funny. So let's give a toast. Again, toast to you guys. Toast to you guys. A toast to you, young man. A great things for you coming in the future. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, Eli's show will also be subsiding uh, based on his, because I would do his show forever. You know what I mean? But he's like, Dad, I mean, you know, I'm hanging out with my friends now. Blah, blah, blah. So uh, Dad is not needed anymore. So Dad will go back into his hole. And uh, do what dad does. But we love you guys. We appreciate all of the support. And we're going to let this thing go one more time. Facts. You know uh, you can go to the web if you like the theme music. A lot of people love it. You can go to the website, urbanx.nyc, and you can download it there. You can download it there. I'm going to let you hit that button for the last time. You're going to let that thing go? You can let that thing go. I usually let that thing go. You've graduated. You can let that thing go. It took 50, it took 50 shows. 50. Alright. Take a deep breath. Yeah, Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Excellence, a product of my residence From four score to 44, Obama was the president I told mama I ain't trying to go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sold I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant
now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's. McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.